Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie the Third. I'm Jack Allison. And today we're we're coming to you um, with heavy hearts because it finally happened. Something that we have been talking about possibly happening on this show for years at this point. Um, you know, first they came for Jimmy Fallon. And I just laughed because I don't like Jimmy Fallon. Right. Fallon, right. Then they came for Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. And I just laughed because yeah. I don't really like Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Then they came for 30 Rock. Uh-oh. And again, I laughed. <laughs> kind of. Because I don't really like 30 Rock. But finally, finally... The social justice warriors of the fringe left have finally come. Wow. This cancel culture. It's finally hit home. It's finally gotten to us. They have gotten to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia's five blackface episodes. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Was it five? Maybe. Thirty Rock had five. Uh, four and uh, right. it's always sunny had five so they were the winner actually if you're uh, well 30 rocks is so funny because it's like i feel like the joke on 30 rock was like wow look at how these actors are so out of touch that they would do blackface but then like now 10 years later it's like how out of touch were these actors, <laughs> these actors for to doing... even portray actors <laughs> you know you know what i mean <laughs> like... oh, that's so funny that's so... <laughs> but yes today's episode is about uh com- comedy blackface uh, yeah. what is it is it good? Is it bad? Is it done? Are we never going to see it again? Or is this just a momentary, uh, <laughs> a moment, momentary, uh, crisis of conscience for, uh, our comedians? Cause I think, I think, and they've gone through a lot of uh, crises of conscience, yeah. uh, over the past uh, few years. I wasn't expecting this one to be the biggest thing to possibly come out of the Black Lives Matters. Uh, protest if they uh, if the Democrats successfully uh, co-opt this this will be the the lasting thing that will ha- have happened is that uh, we've removed a bunch of uh, blackface episodes from streaming and that really is what it is by the way you know when people complain about this I'm like you know like this is this is an outlayer. This is like an outgrowth of the fact that like what we've allowed to have happen here is that shows exist only as like licenses that are being granted to us like <laughs> on a monthly subscription fee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people like I, I saw people being upset at like the removal of some of this stuff and people will be like, this is like censorship. And I'm like, well, perhaps like like the archival of all sort of like creative entertainment shouldn't just be yeah like you know these libraries that get sold from one company to another like really what this is is i'm like you know this is hulu being able to profit on four episodes less of a show that they didn't make you know that's the larger issue about you know who actually controls all this media but in the end i would say torrent you know what i mean like like let's talk like well well, let's jump in yeah (laughs) i think we documented on meltdown main episodes this really started 
with Lana Del Rey posting something really goofy about some black female artists. So then all her fans went around looking to cancel some of those artists, including Doja Cat, who got in trouble for some racial uh, remarks, even though she is black. Doja Cat is actually black. Right. I'll, I'll borrow a term from um, T from Champagne Sharks, where there was ambient cancellation energy that just came for Jimmy Fallon, uh, specifically because he uh, did blackface, uh, uh, a blackface impression of uh, Chris Rock in Saturday Night Live, t- like 20 years ago. Yeah, uh, it, it it came for Fallon, he, you know, and like you were saying, I think around that time is I think a lot of this is like young people on the Internet, like seeing this stuff for the first time and just seeing what television was like, <laughs> even like 15 years ago or, and folks, or two, yes, honestly, like, yeah. you know, but but especially, you know, like the Fallon thing. And the Kimmel one, I'm like, yeah, TV was insane. <laughs> like it was like kind of fucked up. I don't know. Like well, I even look back on some of the shows that I'm like, when I was a teenager, I'm like, I don't know. Like, like some of these shows, I'm like, they weren't good. <laughs> Looking back well, on it, them, it wasn't like good. the Man Show was not like a good show. No, no, no one actually like reps the Man Show. <laughs> no, you know no. what I mean? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. And and you know, uh, then that came for Jimmy Kimmel because of course the Carmel Malone. He did yeah. a blackface, full uh, body, black full body, really. But but I, I kind of want to take a point here to point out that so. What is blackface is actually a legitimate question when we're talking about this stuff in, in comedy. Mm-hmm. Because really what Jimmy, what Kim and Fallon do wasn't like traditionally what we think of as blackface, which is right. like the minstrel show where you're right. putting on black shoe polish, mm-hmm. uh, big white lips, white gloves, you know, that sort of shit. You can still, ca- you can still get that, uh, shit in Japan or, yeah. or Korea fairly, uh, regularly. Uh, blackface is ba- blackface, at least in the traditional sense, is a lot more, uh, about what Mickey Mouse looks like. like yeah. Bla- Mickey, Mickey Mouse is way yeah. more like an everyday blackface character that is like still yeah. the mascot. <laughs> of disney you know what i mean <laughs> god yeah uh. it's funny by the way because at warner they like did like some disney ripoff characters i think i don't remember i think it was like bosco or something like that that were so obviously you know black stereotype characters or whatever and they don't they didn't end up using those characters and they went on you know to all the like looney tunes characters disney just stuck with their sort of like black racist <laughs> stereotype character <laughs> who still exists to this day like mickey mouse let's be real like does come from like minstrelsy like yeah. as a you know as the design and everything but you know what i'm looking at bosco and you know what he looks like what's an, that an animaniac he oh yep yeah, Bo- animaniacs are based on bosco like yeah that they kind of like went back they tried to like yeah they they, they brought it back they, brought they back. absolutely did <laughs> the animaniacs are very specifically based on like the race like actually who just was a black boy you watch those old cartoons and like they're literally just cartoons about a black boy oh, in the God. south <laughs> all right so that's that type of blackface the traditional black blackface the one that uh governor northam i believe uh, right did, what did he right. actually do the see did he northam the- no i think he did the full face blackface i think he did the trudeau costume blackface you okay. know what i mean okay so so yeah there's a different type um where well, oh no 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 northam is is more like okay okay oh, yeah i'm looking at it now is it, kind of, it could go either way but i think it's much more yeah it look it, it's the traditional blackface i want to okay. give him, he's a traditionalist on uh, i'm pulling uh, it up here yeah no it you're right it does look like that 
know, traditionalist blackface. Um, but then we have this, you know, modern blackface that you see in 30 Rock, Tropic Thunder, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, yes. Um, that, that, mo- that newer, um, blackface. Now there is a retro style blackface that Sarah Silverman did where she went back to, well, that's to the common, old ter- that's like commentary uh, on, that's like one of the arch yeah. yeah and Ted Danson and those Sarah are Silver. both attempts at like at like post blackface comedy blackface. where they're like isn't it crazy how blackface was oh, like God. they're like aware of how fucked it up it is but doing it to show that or something like yeah. that and there's still an element of that in the nouveau uh, blackface yes, yes a lot of that a comic where they are poking fun at blackface but they're not actually wearing black face they're dressed up as black people and wearing and wearing you know, like brown makeup there that's it's an impression that doesn't mean that you should do it uh but there it, but it is kind of we do kind of want to you know be specific about what each of these are and what they're saying and whether or not like and it's important to determine whether they're valid forms of comedy which should we remove them or not let's right. act, actually determine what specifically we're talking about so you get to after you know the camel and the fallon then Tina now, Fey. let me say, by the way, about oh. the Kimmel and the Fallon one versus, you know, uh, the Kimmel and the Fallon one. Kimmel's is is actually a little more on the traditional side because he <laughs> is doing like, let's be real. He's doing an impression oh, to make fun of Carl Malone. Like, yeah, who he, he like, is. thinks is dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the key. That's the key element of like the traditional one where you're trying to make fun <laughs> of like, someone for fun. being black. <laughs> and like he's over accentuating kind of like the black, you know, uh, uh, characteristics. He, he doesn't sound like, like Carl Malone, really. I know. He's, he's kind of doing just like a, a, a dense black guy kind yeah. of. Uh, so his is a little more traditional blackface. The Fallon one, I will say, is I think comes out of like Fallon's wanting to do an impression of everybody and his almost like weird, you know, SNL-ish, you know, uh, all-star kind of uh, uh, feeling of wanting to do an imp- Like, I do think his came out of like, I really can do a good Chris yes. Rock and like, let's do it or whatever. Like, uh, uh, so I don't know. I actually think that as we move through these blackfaces, the thing is, though, that these ones back in the late 90s, early 2000s were still about trying to like impersonate someone. These ones in the nouveau era are so much more about like making fun of the type of character who would do blackface yes. like the tropic thunder one is the target of the comedy there is supposed to be actors yes. it's supposed <laughs> to be like how dumb actors are when they go into their method shit and like they're poking fun at actors or whatever and in doing that robert downey jr is kind of doing like a like offensive opinion like impression of a black person but we're supposed to be like well he's a dumb asshole so like that's offensive that he's doing that you know what i mean we're supposed to find it offensive in all of these sort of nouveau late basically the obama era depictions of blackface we're supposed to find it offensive but they were kind of still doing it yeah kind of you can kind of have your cake and eat it too and yeah and i think that's a legitimate like form of kind of comedy you know, like I, I, because ultimately, you know, the problem with like something like where Thirty Rock fails, and I think it's always Sunny succeeds, is that Thirty Rock ultimately wants you to like 
all the characters. I don't think when you watch the first episode of it, they're much like harsher. You see like Tina Fey is like racist and manipulative to, to Tracy, uh, Jordan and Tracy Jordan yeah. like hates her when in the end of the, in, by the end of the series, they're like best friends for no particular reason. And it's like a, it's boss. a network comedy show. Yeah. So it's a network comedy show. Why it's, it's always something Philadelphia? It does, it is pretty explicit about the fact that you're supposed to think most of the cats mates are like, you know, murderers possibly. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, like they're just the worst people in the world. And I think that's why it works as a better show. So I think when you, when you're doing that, knowing like we, we're making fun of this character and we want you to laugh at what a dumb asshole that character is. You at least have to commit to the fact that the character is a dumb asshole. You can't do a segment right. five minutes later where everyone <laughs> one hugs, which is what 30 rock it does all the time. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. It, I, I, I'm not like anyone to say whether it's like, you know, uh, uh, an appropriate form of comedy or something yeah. like that. I think honestly, anything can be appropriate to do in comedy. You know, a lot of it has to do with like what your intention is and everything like that. And then, you know, you have to either stick by the work or not. You know what I mean? Like that is what it is. Like you either stick by the work or you don't. And that's where we get to Tina Fey. And <laughs> what I think is one of the most craven moves I've ever seen in my entire life besides the sheet cake video that she did right when she what was what was the major crisis happening that she decided I think it was like Trump was elected like Trump was, was like, elected time to like you know go she like went on SNL and was like I'm Kathy she like just did Kathy not as a character just as Tina Fey like she was like Trump's elected time to eat cake for the next four years and she came up with this another bottle of craviness because she saw it happen to her colleagues, you know, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. And then she just kind of jumped in front and said, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask uh, NBC Universal and make sure to tell the public as well while I'm asking them <laughs> to remove all the all four blackface episodes from the 30 Rock catalog, which includes the live broadcast show where John Hamm wore blackface on live TV for both the East Coast and the wow. West Coast. Wow. And, uh, how can you be that much of a chicken shit that you're actually going to try to cancel pre like pre getting ahead of a cancellation that probably wasn't coming because people were worried about like defunding the police, abolishing the police, you know, um, the actual... Uh, protecting the protesters, getting people out of jail. I don't think anyone was coming for Thirty Rock. Is the yeah. thing like I, that's really what I think? It's like maybe people. Then and I also you know sometimes like think that people that are powerful like overestimate how many people are coming for them. Like yeah. <laughs> if, if Tina Fey went on Twitter like when all the blackface stuff was happening and searched Thirty Rock, she might have seen a couple people like posting the picture of John Hamm in blackface or whatever. But these people all like freak out, and I don't know. I'm like. In the end, the thing that kind of is annoying about it is I'm like, the target of that comedy was you. Tina. <laughs> like, you were making fun of yourself in those episodes. And now you're SNL like, in general, I would say. And SNL in general, but people like you and sort of the industry you work in. And now you're like, 
becoming that by <laughs> removing it. Like you are uh, uh, at you are being that hypocrite. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, uh, no, no, I, no. Uh, it's it's hypocritical because um, after this move was made very publicly, by the way, like they made sure to let us know. It also happened um, right with you know a couple other shows. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Golden Girls had an episode hey, with a that little Golden Girls shit is too ridiculous by the way like she was wearing a mud mask nobody asked for that episode to go down that is like a com- that's a computer algorithm they made to search for black face like <laughs> i swear to god like nobody's asking for that episode to go down everybody knows what a mud mask is and that that's not blackface you know what i mean like yeah and so like uh it came for all these other shows and all these these companies started taking these shows uh, down and the thing about it is it's like it is incredibly hypocritical because the only reason they're doing it is not like to protect black people from like old sitcoms it's to protect their brand from getting in yeah. trouble like well, this- jimmy came in Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon did. And also, you know, this is one of the issues with, you know, that the only entertainment we have is through these like mega monolith uh, uh, streaming services that are basically just like a facet of a giant studio or like a logistics company like Amazon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so, you know, uh, uh, the big issue is that it's like, they look at now now it's all about which libraries these companies own they they own they buy tv show libraries they're not going to make any new shows uh uh and so now they have to look at this and be like will this episode of golden girls uh where someone is wearing like a mud mask could that potentially affect the shares of like general motors which is also in our holdings you know what i mean it's like we are now like gm and it's like all these things uh uh you know you know as we get down to only four companies being left uh uh maybe it's not the best thing that like the person who does your cell phone service uh, uh also owns all the sitcoms you like <laughs> and has to like weigh whether it'll affect like cell phone plans to, to whether or not they want to keep the episodes up yeah it's all just because like it, it might be slightly like they'll have to pin another leather if they get dragged on twitter for a day like that's the, <laughs> that's the only thing that they're like trying to avoid and but while they're doing this they're highlighting the fact that they are in control of all our media even the stuff that we think we pay for and own we don't own we're just renting we don't uh, own any of it anymore yeah. and i I just getting back to, you know, Tina Fey a little bit. The thing that, you know, kind of drives me crazy is like there is if you were actually going by, you know, this kind of standard, because what she said, the reason she wanted to take it down was she didn't want any impressionable young comedians to watch this while they were streaming 30 Rock and be <laughs> It's by I'm like okay okay but if you watch any episode of 30 Rock like every episode has jokes about like some it's a very very edgy show I'm actually it's <laughs> actually kind of shockingly so for like the normies that like it because <laughs> because it, it's as you know dark and messed up as it's always sunny it just uh tells you that all like the characters are still good for some reason like they're like there's nothing they don't joke about pedophilia sexual assault like every (laughs) single thing is in that show and i think they handle it the comedy mostly well like i don't want to be too down on the show um but like if you actually try to apply this in any consistent or realistic standard there's way more racist stuff in that show than the blackface episodes like the 
J.C. Jordan character. Yes. <laughs> Who's like based on, in, like as Tina Fey says, like on what she thinks Tracy Morgan is actually for real like. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> There's a lot of not great stuff with it's Tracy. It's like a little weird how how tina wrote that for tracy and there's some kind of weird stuff in there yeah <laughs> i what i actually do think and I'll, i'd love to get your opinion on this is weirder and i think even the way it was handled was weird is this other sort of new vague form of blackface of playing uh, uh animated oh, yes. characters who are people of color as a white person this one it, it it was almost like silly. <laughs> almost, it's truly strange. It, it's truly strange because, like, uh, to be clear, like, uh, yes, we want you know racial and social justice, sure. but this is not how, what we're asking for uh, necessarily. This, this affects well, no, you know, with the voice affects, actors, is a little bit, you know, this more, affects more yes, people. I, it affects more real people. Here, here's the thing: I actually do think. They should probably not be casting white actors as like characters who are, you know, animated people of color. And I do think that's a little bit weird. Uh, but I think they just shouldn't have done it from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird now for Kristen Stewart or Kristen Bell to be like, you know, with holding a big gigantic bag of money being <laughs> like, I think this isn't right anymore. See ya. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, what? Why do you suddenly? So seeing the video of George Floyd getting choked made you be like, I shouldn't be making money from this anymore. Like, I think that's like actually really strange. Oh. Like, I don't know. I think that's really weird to be honest with you. Yeah, like I was saying, like one show they were like, okay, we're firing the white woman who does the voice, and we're going to hire a black woman. I'm like, wait a minute, just keep the white woman, just like hand the black woman like some money. I was thinking about this on The Simpsons. They're like, we are going to switch it so that it's all. People of color playing the, the the characters who are people of color, not yellow, not the color yellow in the terms of The Simpsons. But uh, uh, um, so they're gonna hire like an Indian actor to do like a big corny stereotype accent. Yeah. Like they're gonna hire a black actor and come in and be like, do exactly the way Dr. Hibbert is done, like by Dan Castellaneta. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm like, it all, it gets a little too weird and I'm like happy that people are out there getting paid. I think honestly, it's like maybe this is why we should be casting more than from a pool of like 20 people. You know yeah. what I mean? Like why does Kristen Bell, why is Kristen Bell on like seven TV shows? You know yeah, what I she mean? Doesn't like need the fucking money. Like she doesn't need the money and you know, it's really they're just ca- they use casting as like part of the promotion of the show. They're yeah. like people like Veronica Mars, so I guess they'll fucking post about fucking BoJack Horseman if Veronica Mars is in it or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing with the when Kristen Bell stepped down from her show. I'm like, wait a minute, the only reason your people are like we care about this show is because she's in it. So what do you do now with that? Yeah. I, I, I like, I, I really think I was like, it's like probably honestly the creator of the show created the character for like a person of color to play the role. Then they're like, okay, for us to sell this, we got to get Kristen Bell, and it's like, oh, we can get Kristen. Bell. Well, that's like exciting, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and then they just like did it. They're like, "Well, I had to sell a show, so that's how it goes." Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, again, this is one of these things where I'm like, it just felt silly seeing it all play out, but it still represents more like 
why you know these how there are big fucking structural issues in in entertainment you know what i mean and there's not easy band-aid solutions like find the first black guy who can do a dr hibbert voice you know what i mean <laughs> like maybe the simpsons shouldn't still be on oh god yeah since the 90s maybe the problem is that like when you're like oh the kind of show where we were like all doing these characters voices as kind of stereotypes from the 90s it's like making people uncomfortable i'm like maybe the show shouldn't be on anymore i thought the same thing with howard stern like this all this stuff with blackface and Howard Stern and him doing for real blackface and stuff. I'm like, yeah, maybe if you were like doing an edgy show in the 90s and you made more millions than anyone could ever imagine, you like still shouldn't be needing attention every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is like a fault of like all these people complaining about getting canceled. I'm like, you don't deserve to to get attention all the time, no matter what, on your terms. You know what oh, I mean? God, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Jack, that's a really brilliant insight. It's like, yeah, because a lot of these people, like they've already made their shuffle off yeah, like, they made, you make your fucking nut go away <laughs> like, like i'm like if, if you were jimmy kimmel in the 90s doing carl malone and the juggies and stuff like that and making a bunch of money from that why are you still on tv like 30 years later like you're only getting in trouble because you can't give up the ring golem <laughs> yeah because you can't give it up golem <laughs> <laughs> okay and you know it is an inevitable because what going back and watching any of these shows where it's fucking friends or ace venture or whatever sure. whatever it is there's so much other problematic for lack of a better word stuff than just like explicit blackface you know like but they, but that's there you know and explicit uh transphobia everywhere until everywhere. Ab about like two years ago like straight mm -hmm. up like in every fucking thing it you watch you know so transphobia especially you will like i like things that i had never even like thought about that you'll like be rewatching and be like whoa it's like fucked up actually yeah yeah like in <laughs> every fucking thing so and that's going to keep happening there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to have question how we portray polices you know one of them and you know, if you another another element of this is that all of time has been completely flattened out and compressed because like we can search for everything yeah. instantly now like which is not what anybody thought was was going to be you know what i mean yes. like jimmy kimmel when he was doing blackface in the 90s didn't think it would be a big deal but also thought like these would only exist on tapes at the television like <laughs> museum you know what i mean that's, like <laughs> that's 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 funny somebody i read somebody said uh, a, a young person a zoomer we live in different worlds and this it's okay i like the kids and i get even why all this stuff seems insane and in fact i'm like i want to tell them like they all see it and they're like this is so crazy and i'm like it it was a, you don't understand like we were on like so high on the hog in the 90s like america we thought we would never die we back then we thought we would never die and then like 9 11 happened yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> you don't understand what it was like like the president was like 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 hauling around on the lolita express <laughs> and, like, like everyone was like it's a party <laughs> like <laughs> well, uh, but the thing they the zoomer said was they were going to do a zoomer review of terminator see if there was anything problematic in it and of course they didn't find anything because it's a perfect movie but what they did notice is that 
is they made this as a joke and they thought they didn't understand why this was was like not the actually funny is they were like oh what he just goes back in time with just her name and has to look her up in a phone book what the fuck and like i had and like i wanted to explain to him like so there was a time period where people didn't put every single piece of information of themselves voluntarily into multiple different databases so when the film terminator was made people in the 80s probably did not think that you could do more than a phone book that you could just you would know what sarah connor looked like what she ate on this particular day where she ate right. this particular day because right. she had posted on like facebook or or foursquare or whatever right and just like you said like jimmy uh kimmel and jimmy fallon didn't expect to have these things you know be preserved forever but i think tina fey probably did she knew. <laughs> she knew. She was writing for the ages. She was writing for the ages. It's true. Uh, and and I and I, you know, I, I once again I put it on her for not standing by her work. You know what I mean? Like it is one thing. You know, you could say like honestly, if if she really wanted, like I had like. To say take them down implies like I've grown since then or something. And then the question is like, what have you grown from? Well, like, are, do have you grown from thinking like she's basically just grown into thinking she'll get in trouble for this now? Yeah, <laughs> like that's the growth. Yeah, it's like- <laughs> and we and we know that that's exactly it because she uh, got in trouble for doing red face in uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, J- uh, Jane Krakowski's character is supposed to be Native American, uh, a Native American woman who pretends to be a white woman. And when that uh, it was about two years ago, people started you know criticizing that. Tina Fey basically said, you know what? I'm not I'm checking out of those kind of discussions. I'm not participating in that. The art the the work is the work and I'm just not gonna bother with any of that style style of pushback. But funny how uh things change in two years. Yeah, you know, uh uh I think uh I don't know. Uh, uh I think she just thought she was gonna get in trouble. I also actually do think that Tina Fey has some some weird kind of rich white lady rich rich white new york lady racism about her in like that she you know finds a lot all the different people in new york to be kind of funny in their own distinct (laughs) ways all right folks that was struggle session have a good one goodbye Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.